Welcome to the Forever Woman Podcast. Here's Matthew Coast. You want this man to be so into you that you're the first thing that he thinks about when he wakes up in the morning and the last thing he thinks about before he goes to bed at night. You want him to absolutely adore you and cherish you and think that you're amazing and special and wonderful and everything that he wants in his life. And you want him to think about you all the time. So how do you do that? That's what I'm going to be talking about in today's video. So I hope you're excited about it, as excited as I am, because I'm pretty excited about it. Hello, my name is Matthew Coast, and welcome to Commitment Connection. Today, we're going to be talking about how to make a man crave you and just think about you all the time, even when you're not around. Just obsessively think about you because you are just so amazing and wonderful and special to him. So how do you do that? How do you make this happen? First way is to entice his senses, specifically the senses of smell and sight. So there have actually been a whole bunch of different research studies done on the different senses, as you can imagine, over the years. And what they found is that the sense of smell actually creates the most emotion in all of the senses. So when you smell something, you're more likely to feel some kind of emotional experience because of that smell. And it actually makes you remember things a lot more. And so it, in maybe you've experienced this yourself where you smelled something, for instance, like I, if I smell apple pies, I immediately think of my mom baking my mom and I actually baking apple pies together when I was a kid and how much fun it was. And, you know, the connection and love that we experienced together from baking apple pies. Well, you can do it with your lover as well, right? Some, some people, even if you've dated somebody or he's dated somebody before and he smells something similar to what she wore and he has a good experience of being with her, he will remember her almost probably until the rest of his life because of that smell. And so you want to smell good. You want to smell uh, delicious. You want him to uh, connect positive emotions to you and your smell. And you want to have a scent that he can recognize and that when he smells it, he thinks, mm, I just love this woman that I can smell right now. I, she's amazing. And she's absolutely awesome, right? You want emotions to be triggered by that sense of smell. And the second one is sight, right? Sight triggers his internal drive to chase you. And so think about things of just once making sure that you take care of yourself in general and just, you know, making sure you take care of your body. And even more than that, making sure that you learn how to dress yourself and dress yourself in a way that's enticing to him, find out, uh, one, find out about your body and what works for your body, right? Like find 
clothes that really accentuate the best parts of your body and find out what he is most attracted to. Cause all guys have different things that they're attracted to. Some guys like butts, some guys like boobs, some guys like backs, some guys like legs, some guys like arms, some guys like all kinds of different things, right? Some guys like everything. And so you want to find out about him and what is he like? And does he like, you know, different, what aspects of you does he like? That's actually a really great question to ask him and just find out what he's into and what he's into about you and what he likes the most about you and accentuate those parts of yourself so that when he sees you, it kicks in his internal primal biological drive to pursue you and, and come after you and, and, uh, you know, ravish you, right? That's, that's what you want to trigger in him so that he's moving towards you and he's chasing you and he's investing in you. And one thing that I want to mention about these two things is that you don't want to go overboard on either one of them. Always remember the magic is in the middle. So if you jump to extremes, it's not really a good thing. There are a lot of women that will sometimes like just douse themselves with with perfume and you don't want to be like that, right? You want him to be able to smell it a little bit. And if he does smell it, you can then, you know, connect with him on that. Or if he's like, mm, that smells good, right? You can, you, you can have him smell more of it on you. And that's, that's a lot better than him being five feet away or five meters away, <laughs> whatever country you're from and him smelling it and, and it being way too much when he gets close to you. So instead you just, you want it to be, you want it to be in the middle, right? You want, you don't want to do too much and not too little. And then uh, number two is that you want to encourage him to invest in you. And so there's three different ways that you can do this. So number two is encourage him to invest in you. And the first way that you do that is to give him some space. So always remember, he can't miss you. If you're always around, you need to give him some space. I call this the rubber band effect, right? Imagine that you're both in a rubber band and you push him away and it makes him want to snap back to you, right? If, if you're always next to each other, there's none of that tension. That tension can't be there. And so you want to create some tension by giving him some space, encouraging him to go live his life and pursue his dreams and have hobbies and goals and other things in the world that he's doing. And you should be doing that as well, right? You shouldn't be making your entire life about a man or being in a relationship or any of that kind of stuff. You should have your own life and your own things that you're interested in, the own, your own things that you're doing and an abundance of connection and options and different things in your life so that you're not completely reliant on everything happening with him and I need to get his love all the time and I want to be around him every moment, right? You don't want to be like that because that's not attractive. That's, that's repelling. And so you want to give him some space and allow him to come and connect with you. And then the second part of this is creating standards or having standards, which is just having preferences, right? Having things that you want, things that you're not willing to settle for, things that you, you want more of, or that you want to have in a guy and then communicating what those standards are. And I've talked about this before and in other programs where I talk about uh, things like talking about what you like, right. Or what you, what you like got in a guy or what you like in a man or in a, uh, uh, a friend or in a relationship or what you like in him, 
right? Encouraging him in, in the different things that you see, right? If he does like gentlemanly behavior, calling that out and being like, yeah, I really like, I, I really love it when a guy acts like a gentleman, right? So that's, that's kind of the verbiage. I really like when, and then you can say a guy acts like this or a guy acts like that or whatever, right? Or you can, it, it can even be preferences. So I like this. I don't like that. Having standards or things that you do and don't like. It's actually really, really attractive to have things that you do and don't like. And sometimes guys, I hear women that are like, oh, well, you know, this guy said that he doesn't like it and he just, you know, wants it to have it his way, or he acts like he wants to have it his way. Well, a lot of guys might act like that, but they won't respect you if they get their way all the time and you don't have any preferences and standards and he won't value you. And so what he likes or what he thinks he wants and what he actually values are two completely different things sometimes. And you don't want to always go with what he says. And instead you want to go with what he responds to because that's far more important than what he says, because he might say some things. We all think that we want things, and then we end up with things that are different than what we say that we want. And so don't always listen to what he says and listen more to what he responds to and what guys will respond to, especially high value men, is they will respond to you having standards. So number three is reinforcing good behavior. And I already talked a little bit about this. Like if he does something that's gentlemanly being like, oh, I really like that. Like that was really attractive. Like, you know, that, that, that's kind of hot, you know, saying things like that, just talking about things that he does that are good behaviors and behaviors where he invests in you behaviors, where he acts like a gentleman behaviors, where he acts masculine, be any kind of behaviors that you want him to do more of reinforce those behaviors by complimenting him doing those behaviors and he'll start to do more of those, right? That's what a guy, he wants to feel like he's attractive. He wants to feel like he, you are attracted to him. And so when you let him know, when you cue him in on that, he'll start doing more of those behaviors. There's some dating coaches out there that I'll talk about. Oh, don't tell him, you know, things that will help him win with you. That's crazy, right? You want him to feel like he's winning with you and you want him to do more of those behaviors that you want him to do. And so the best way to do that is to communicate that with him. And so that is number two, which is encouraging him to invest. First is enticing his sen his senses, specifically smell and sight. Second one is encouraging him to invest in you. And number three is playing with his emotions. And, and I don't mean this in a gamey way. I'm not talking about like, you know, messing with him or whatever. What I'm talking about is creating fun, right? Creating playfulness, right? Playing as in having playfulness and connecting and having fun and enticing him and connecting with him and, and have it weaving through these different emotions with him. And, and so basically what you're doing here is you're having a lot of fun. And so what the way this looks like in real life is you want to be reliable, but you don't want to be boring right? So a lot of women, sometimes I'll talk about the idea of unpredictability because it's, it's exciting, right? That being unpredictable is exciting. It, it creates variety and variety is the spice of life. And that's what creates excitement in a relationship, in an interaction is having variety in that interaction. If you want 
your interactions to be more interesting and exciting, create variety in it. And not just any kind of variety, but unpredictable variety, right? If he knows, if you know what's going to happen, if you watch a movie and you know what's going to happen, it's a lot less interesting, right? If you watch a movie, that's a really great movie that you've seen before. It's an absolute thriller and you watch it and it's like, oh my God, you know, the first time you watch it, you're like, oh my God, it's amazing. You can watch it again and again and again, but it's never going to have that same impact as the first time that you watched it because it's, it's unpredictable. It's something that you haven't seen before yet. And so you want to create a little bit of unpredictability there. You don't want to go to the extremes, right? If you go to either extreme, it's bad. If you're on one side, you're boring and uninteresting, and he's going to find something else, right? And if you're on the other side where you're too unpredictable, then it's really, it's, you're like a crazy person and he has no idea what's going on. He's like, he's going to be like, I don't know if I can handle this. This is way too much, way too much craziness for me right now. And so you want to be in the middle, right? The magic is always in the middle. And so how do you do this? You just, you just do things that are a little bit different each time, right? You have fun, you play with him. You, you have play in your conversation. So let's, let's get this really granular. If let's say that you're having a conversation and let's say you just met each other and you're talking about what it is that you do, or you're talking to each other about what it is that you do, instead of having a boring conversation where you're like, what do you do? Well, what do you do? Well, shucks, gee whiz, golly, that's really interesting. Let's talk more about that. Instead, you have fun with it, right? And you're like, you're like, what do you do? Wait, wait, wait. Don't tell me. Let me guess. You are a secret spy that works for the government. But wait, wait, you're not supposed to tell me about it, right? You just have fun with it, right? Have fun. Play with, play with what you're talking about. A real great way to do this is what I just talked about, guessing. Instead of just asking questions and, and you know, getting an answer to it, you can guess, right? You can say, hey, you know, where are you from? Oh, let me guess. You know, you're from Antarctica, right? Some, somewhere that he absolutely isn't from, right? You, you just have fun answers and just play with it, do a little bit of role playing and, and it'll be fun instead of boring, but it's also not so unpredictable that it's, you, he thinks that you're crazy, right? So <laughs> you want to be in the middle. Magic is in the middle. That's number three is playing with his emotions. Number four is making sure that he's having a positive experience with you when you're around him, right? So this is really, really essential, right? Like emotions can be transferred. So if a guy hates you, right? That's actually not a horrible thing necessarily because he's really emotionally invested and you can kind of turn that anger and hatred into a genuine connection if you diffuse it the right way. But you don't want to plan on doing that, right? Because you can get yourself into really bad situations. And so instead, what you want to do is create positive emotional interactions with them. They actually did a, a study on this in the Relationship Research Institute, where they studied everything about couples and uh, th that were either uh, just together for a while, long-term relationships where they're either married or they were just couples committed to each other. And they tested everything to try to figure out how to determine the who would break up and who would stay together. And they 
were able to figure it out with 90% accuracy. With 90% accuracy, they could put you in a room and watch you for five minutes, 10 minutes, something like that, and then determine whether you're going to break up and how long it was going to take before you did break up if you were going to or whether you're going to stay together for the rest of your life. And they could figure that out with 90% accuracy. And they said the number one determining factor for this was how much positive interactions you had with each other compared to negative ones. And so you have to have at least five times as many positive interactions with each other than negative ones. And so you want to create just a positive environment. You want to connect with him in a positive way where he feels happy. He feels like you're, you're, you're bringing value to his life. He feels like you're a blessing to him. He feels like you're pulling out the good aspects of him, right? And you want to, you want to experience the same thing. You don't want to be with a guy who's not, you know, who brings out the worst in you. You want to bring, you want to be with a guy who brings out the best in you, who brings out the best aspects of who you are. And so you want to create positive emotional experiences with him as much as possible. And if you are in a positive emotional experience with him, that that's a good time to cut things off and like say goodbye for the night or stop texting each other for the night or whatever, because what you're trying to do here is, is leave things on a positive note. And so always make sure that you're doing this. The last one we just did was making sure that he had, he's having a positive emotional experience when you're around him. And number six, I think this is six, one, two, three, four. Oh, this is five. Last one was four. <laughs> so number five is making him feel significant. And everyone wants to feel like they're special and different and important and unique. And, and he wants to feel like he's better than any other guy that you dated. That's how he wants to feel. Right. And so you don't want you, one, you don't want to compare him to your exes, right? Don't ever do that verbally to him. And two, if you do, what you want to do is you want to talk him up as him being so much better, but ideally you don't want to do it at all. Because if you start talking down about your exes, he's going to start thinking like, well, why was she with that guy? And am I on the same level as that guy? And so you don't want to do that. Uh, but you do want to make him feel like he's different and special and important and better than the other guys that you've met out there, the other guys that you've dated, you know, anybody that's out there in the dating world or whatever. And so what, the way that you do this is you talk up his uniqueness, find things about him that's different right? That's different than all the other guys that you meet that are out there and talk up those things and compliment him on those things and just be like, wow, that's, it's really cool when, you know, you acted this way because it's like, I, you know, I, I talk to my girlfriends and stuff and I, it's like nobody ever meets guys who are, you know, gentlemen anymore or who are, you know, so, such hard workers or who are, you know, so compassionate and so caring or, you know, whatever traits you find in him and just complimenting him authentically on those traits so that he feels special and he feels significant and he feels different than, than everybody else, you know, because that, that'll stroke his ego. That'll make him feel like he's a he's a million bucks around you, which is what he wants to feel like. You both want to feel that around each other. 
And so you want to be around a guy who acts like that and you want to act like that. And a lot of women, sometimes they're like, and we'll get this on our page or sometimes in the, in the comments of some of the different sections of our stuff that we're doing, they're like, well, I'm not going to do that if he's not going to do that. Well, here's the thing. If you want to get something, my suggestion is you start by giving it. And so if you want to feel significant and important and different and cherished by a man, my suggestion is you start valuing, you start appreciating the men in your life, start appreciating everyone around you, and you'll start getting more appreciation towards you. And so my suggestion, if you're in one of those kind of battles of like, you know, who's going to do it first, my suggestion is that you start first and you'll be surprised at how how much you can get from doing this first and just giving and, you know, being somebody that connects with other people in a way that you make them feel significant. You can do this with the love as well. If you really want to get love in your life, give love to other people. It is, it will change your whole life and it does wonders. Just trust me on this one and try it. Just try it out. And so number six, we're on six here is avoid over investing in him too soon. So his investment in you, women who work with me know that his investment in you is far more important than your investment in him. This is something I call the investment principle. And you want him to invest in you because men value things that they invest in, that they work for, that they have to do something in order to get. They don't value things that are easy and simple, right? They think in their mind, if they have to do this stuff, that it's going to be worth it or that it's going to be worth more, right? And so you want him to invest in you and you want to avoid over-investing in him too soon because you will start feeling like you want to get attached to him and you're falling in love with him and you're going to start valuing him so much because of your investment that you're going to get overly attached too soon. And so you don't want to do that, right? You don't want to overly invest. And instead, you want to wait things out a little bit and allow him to invest, allow him to chase, allow him to pursue and make sure that you're getting yourself into a good situation. Cause a lot of women, what they do is they, they start feeling something for a guy and then they're like all in, right? They're like, okay, this is on and they'll do anything. And they're, you know, start planning everything and chasing and they get super invested. And then the next thing you know, they're finding out all the real things about him because we're most of us are just putting on a face when we first meet each other. And what ends up happening is then you find out that, you know, he's got a alcohol addiction or you find out that, um, you know, he lied to you about, you know, wanting or having kids or something like that. Or you find out that he's not really interested in a commitment or a real relationship. And you don't want to be in a situation like that, right? We had a woman not too long ago in our community who was talking about how she's been with this guy for a year and a half. And I, I give these warnings about things and, and what things mean and what don't mean. And, and she didn't listen to it and she didn't believe it. And now she's finding out that she's with, she's been with a guy because she didn't do all the things that I talk about where you ask questions and you make sure you find out what he's actually looking for and all that kind of stuff. And she's now in a situation where she's 
basically invested, over-invested for a year and a half in a guy who's not looking for the same thing that she's looking for. And you don't want to be in that situation. Instead, you want to be in a situation where a guy absolutely values you and cherishes you, a situation where you're both aligned in what it is that you want and you're going in the same direction in life where you can grow together and you can create a beautiful, amazing life together where you both value and cherish each other and you both know that you have each other's backs and that you're there with each other, committed, really committed to being in a relationship and making things work. And so that was the six there. Entice his senses, encourage him to invest, play with his emotions, make sure that he's having a positive experience with you when you're around, make him feel significant and avoid over-investing way too soon. If you're ready to attract a man who loves you, sees you, and cherishes you, visit theforeverwomanformula.com right now.